0: And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. In a world that's a little simpler comes the tale of Veltima fungicide, swift, simple and secure. It's a corn-growing story without all the drama. Unless you add totally epic music, really random sound effects, and a cool announcer guy. Get ready for the blockbuster yields of the summer with Veltima Fungicide from BASF. Coming soon to a field near you. Always read and follow label directions.
1: When's the last time you took a timeout? I'm Eve Rodsky, author of the New York Times bestseller, Fair Play, and Find Your Unicorn Space, activist on the gender division of labor, attorney, and family mediator. And I'm Dr. Aditi Narukar, a Harvard physician and medical correspondent with an expertise in the science of stress, resilience, mental health, and burnout. We're so excited to share our podcast, Time Out, a production of iHeart Podcasts and Hello Sunshine. We're peeling back the layers around why society makes it so easy to guard men's time like it's diamonds and treat women's time like it's infinite, like sand. And so whether you're partnered with or without children or in a career where you want more boundaries, this is a place for you, for people of all family structures. So take this time out with us to learn, get inspired, and most importantly, reclaim your time. Listen to Time Out, a Fair Play podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Ah! Lomas X and Takashi69 appear to have some sort of beef? Bands are dead, according to Adam Levine, the lead singer of a famous band. And we've got another edition of DM911 with Stephen Lacanti.
0: It's March 5th, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham.
2: And I'm Zach Stafford. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. And Casey, I'm so happy to be back here with you on Friday.
0: I know, what a treat.
2: It's such a treat for me, too, because I bring an end-of-week chaotic energy with me, <laughs> and I miss expelling it on you in these sessions where we talk about the world.
0: No, I know. I miss our chaotic Fridays. Specifically, this is a super chaotic Friday because Steven's on, and we always know yes. that's peak chaos for us.
2: The trifecta of gay rights <laughs> comes together and talks shit about the world. So, well, <laughs> well, speaking of trifecta of gay rights, I have a story that we are going to start off with today that has some serious drama that is making me really happy it's between Lil Nas X and Takashi 69 it all started after takashi made homophobic comments about lil nas x on his instagram yesterday he wrote on an instagram post about china making covid anal swabs mandatory and said quote lil nas x has entered the chat lil nas x responded with a video appearing to show takashi sliding into his dms with a quote saying yo Gonna be in your city soon, what you're doing. Lol, an upside down smiley face. It's very important. And Takashi immediately responded, posting a video. He says proves he never DM'd Lil Nas X.
0: Before this shit even start, we're
2: gonna nip this shit in the this is my Gram right here. Six nine, this is my account. Let's go, hold on. Boom, boom, boom. Look. Stop playing with me, son. All right, so why I love this story so much is that I believe, and this is my speculation, I have done some reporting. You, of course, will not know until we sit down with both of these two people. But Takashi, by showing his dm saying that Lil Nas X did not he did not sign into Lil Nas X's dms does not help him at all because everyone forgets that you can unsend messages on Instagram so there's definitely a world in which you can unsend it it doesn't notify anyone and this doesn't prove anything wrong because also why would Lil Nas X create a fake screen grab of Takashi 69 why would you do this like I don't (laughs) I don't understand
0: this is yeah this is just all so wild and also it's like if he did delete it, it's like, why delete it? You know, like, it doesn't. Is he afraid of people calling him gay? Because a DM yes. doesn't do that. They're also just musicians who maybe want to yeah. be in the same town to perform. <laughs> and I
2: mean, what, what Lil Nas X was doing, and this is why Lil Nas X is my messy child. I love him so much. He's my, I consider him my, my messy gay boy, gay boy child. He is trying to insinuate that uh, Dakashi69 is. Into men secretly on the down. Mm. These are download Mm. text messages is what he's pointing Mm. to. And why this hurts Takashi so much is that if you freeze the video he put out, when it shows his discover Uh page, you will see There are memes of Lil Nas X in there, meaning he does frequently look at Lil Nas X content. (laughs) So he played himself. And that's why I love this. You were playing yourself. You should have just made a joke about it and kept moving on. But no, you you try to hit back. And the thing about Lil Nas X is that when he shoots, he does not miss. And he did not miss here. So bravo, young king.
0: No, he doesn't. He is king of social media. King of social media. He is so good at it. Don't mess with him. Okay, Zach. I don't even want to talk about this next thing, but we have to. I'm, like, cracking up. It's so stupid, okay? Maroon 5 frontman and former voice judge Adam Levine has some feelings on today's music. In an, in an interview with Apple Music, Levine actually said, it's funny when the first Maroon 5 album came out, There were still other bands. I feel like there aren't any bands anymore, you know? He continued that while there are still bands that exist, they aren't, quote, in the limelight anymore. And that he wishes, quote, there could be more of those around. Of course, the internet responded to that inane comment because what? One Twitter user said, do y'all think Adam Levine even knows the name of his other band members? And one person pointed out what they really think this is all about, stating, what I'm hearing is that Adam Levine wants One Direction to come back, too.
2: I, I heard that too. I mean Harry Styles needs to reunite with his band members and be, <laughs> and be and give us everything we need. Adam no one asked Adam Levine for a comment about this. No one ever looks to him to give I guess if you like the voice. Actually let me be fair. He the voice is a very big show and it has a lot of people watching it. But I don't you know, know if he's watch not even it on the
0: voice anymore, so <laughs>
2: There we go. Shut up. You were mad that no one even knows you exist anymore. sir. one thing, Casey, you know what comes to mind when I hear Adam Levine's name is that photo of him naked and his wife covering up. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's Rolling Stones. Yes. Yes. Iconic. Gay rights, really. That's the only thing he gave us. In terms of culture, the only thing Maroon 5 gave us was Mm -hmm. that moment. And that's it. So he can just move on, be fine, and I'm cool.
0: I know. this is, It's just so dumb. I mean, it's the most boomer thing I've ever heard him say <laughs> of just being like, there aren't any bands anymore. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that's,
2: that's, whenever you say something doesn't exist anymore, that is a sign that you are aging. So if you don't yep. want to age, yep. stop saying things like this. <laughs> Let it go. There are bands. There are. <laughs> Okay, so moving on, it is Friday, and I'm so glad we have one of our favorite guests back on the show to ease us into the weekend. I think we could all use a little time for some self-reflection and some good advice. Sam Lacanti is back for another edition of DM911. In case you haven't heard the segment before, Steven leaves his DMs open on Twitter and Instagram so that everyone can reach out with their problems.
0: Today, we're hearing from a girlfriend whose partner is struggling with mental health issues, a person who is getting very mixed signals from their hookup, and someone who just found out they were the other woman. Hi, Stephen. Welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me back. Of course. So today we're starting with a woman who is seeing an incredible guy. The only catch is that according to our writer, he's got hardcore family trauma and anxiety, and that's caused him to be a bit of a hermit. Our writer says that quality time is her top love language, and she wants to see him about once a week, but the guy thinks that even seeing her twice a month is rough right now. Our writer suspects that maybe the guy sees her as more of a friend than a romantic interest, but it's trying to meet the man halfway should the pair move on or should both of them find a way to make this work? All right. So here's the thing. I
3: I don't think there is a right or a wrong answer to how much your time you're supposed to spend together as a couple. Um, I'm sure there are happy couples that see each other a few times a month. And of course I know that there are many happy couples who spend every waking minute together, especially these days. Um, But what you're describing here does sound like a pretty fundamental incompatibility between the two of you. You describe your primary love language as quality time together, and your partner is someone who is on the extreme end of not wanting much quality time together. It doesn't seem to me that in the long term, that's going to be a match that makes either of you particularly happy. You framed the question in your DM as like, how do we meet in the middle? But the problem is that since you're on such opposite ends of the spectrum on this issue, meeting in the middle would require huge leaps towards the center from both of you. You would have to see your boyfriend way less often than you would like. And he would have to see you, frankly, way more than he'd like. If that's something both of you are prepared to do, by all means, try it out. But I have to be honest. I don't think that negotiation process between the two of you is going to feel good because first of all you're going to end up missing your partner a lot and when you do get to see him you are probably going to sense that he would rather not be there sometimes. You end your DM by saying that you both really care for each other and this is unfortunately the part of my advice where I should point out that caring for each other is not always enough for a relationship to work. A relationship is work. And the logistics of it, for better or worse, really matter. A relationship is not just two people falling in love. It's a partnership that is built very carefully and intentionally and ideally the people building it should align on what the end product will ultimately look like.
2: I... You just took me to church. I was not ready. I know. I I genuinely forgot to respond. I was was just sitting here like, yeah. (laughs) I mean... I will say I have been in situations similar to this, not exactly like this, mm-hmm. but I will say that my advice as someone who's been here is that if your love language is quality time, which is my love language, I love spending time with a person if I can. If you're not getting that from that person, then you're not in a relationship that you deserve. Sorry. You're just not. You deserve a lot more here. You deserve someone that also wants to spend time with you. And that's it. And you just sitting here like dating hope, dating potential, it's not going to yeah. work for anybody. That just does not don't work.
0: There was two things that you said that stuck out to me. One was like, you know, meeting in the middle might not be enough. It's like, you know, the the middle might not, it, it might not make either of you happy, you know? That's, and you deserve more than just too. the middle. And then the second thing is like, when you said, when you're hanging out, he might not want to be hanging out with you. Oh my heart! You be with mm. someone who wants to be hanging out with you. That end of the end of the day, that's what you want. <laughs>
3: yeah, I just don't think it's going to be a good feeling for her to to feel right, like he's exactly. there out of obligation, not mm-hmm. desire.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, oh my gosh! All right, well, we'll be right back with a lot more advice from Stephen Macante. Stay tuned.
0: conquer your new year's resolution to be more productive with the before breakfast podcast in each bite-sized daily episode time management and productivity expert laura vanderkam teaches you how to make the most of your time both at work and at home these are the practical suggestions you need to get more done with your day just as lifting weights keeps our bodies strong as we age learning new skills is the mental equivalent of pumping iron listen to before breakfast wherever you get your podcasts mm after 30 years, it's time to return to the halls of West Beverly High and hang out at the Peach Pit. On the podcast 9021OMG, join Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling for a rewatch of the hit series Beverly Hills 90210 from the very beginning. We get to tell the fans all of the behind-the-scenes stories that actually happened, so they know what happened on camera, obviously, but we can tell them all the good stuff that happened off camera. Get all the juicy details of every episode that you've been wondering about for decades as 90210 super superfan and radio host, Sissony, sits in with Jenny and Tori to reminisce, reflect, and relive each moment. From Brandon and Kelly's first kiss to shouting, Donna Martin graduates! You have an amazing memory. You remember everything about the entire 10 years that we filmed that show. And you remember absolutely nothing of the 10 years that we filmed that show. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to 90210-OMG on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts
2: welcome back we're talking with steven laconte and he's got so much advice to give our next writer is another woman who's been seeing a guy for about a month the guy has said it won't work and when our writer pushed on it the guy told her he finds her attractive but she's larger than the girls he usually dates and just wants to be friends they tried the friend thing for a bit but the guy has now decided they should take it very slow which our writer wanted in the first place the guy's in the middle of a divorce and has three kids so Stephen, is our writer ignoring a huge red flag or should she continue with this guy and take it very, very slow?
3: Yeah. So I have good news, which is that I have never in my life been so certain about the advice I am going <laughs> to give. Um, dump this man. And really, I could stop the advice right there because I basically have no more advice to give. Dump this man. That's basically all you need to know dump this man and I honestly hesitate to even elaborate on this one too much because I don't want to dignify this man's ridiculous comments about your weight with some like long explanation about why actually a person's size should not be considered baggage or a shortcoming in a relationship. Um, The year is 2021. Everyone should know that already and most importantly, letter writer, I hope you know that already. Your weight is not baggage and it does not pose the same complications to a relationship that his actual baggage carries. There's nothing inherently wrong with the fact that he's divorced and has three kids, but let's be honest, that is a real complication and consideration when you're entering into a new romance. A person's weight is not. I'm really sorry he said that to you, and I hope you don't internalize it too much, he sounds to me like a person who is deeply insecure about his own baggage and is trying to level the playing field a bit by assigning some baggage to you. He also sounds, frankly, like a fucking asshole. Um, I wish he hadn't said that to you, but maybe, maybe it will ultimately be a blessing because I promise you are about to dodge the biggest bullet of your life. Dump this man and go find someone more deserving of you.
0: Ugh, all I want to say to this man is, lol, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Like, like, my God.
2: Also, as we all know from the, the canonical piece of art stepmom starring Susan Sarandon and Julie Roberts. Oh my Roberts, God, I love that movie. 2003. We know that if you're going to be in this situation, it should be only love and that this man who's going through a divorce, who has kids, should be fighting for you to have a place in his life. And if this man is not willing to bring all of you into this relationship, let it go. It's not good. It's not cute. You are not Julie Roberts in this. Let it go. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs>
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And Steven, I love what you said. I do not want her to internalize that at all. And you know, this is my favorite soapbox to stand on. The diet industry is worth $72 billion.
3: What? Is that
0: true? Yes. And this man has been obviously affected by it. So, and he's now put it on her. So I don't want her to feel the impact of that. That's a whole other conversation to have. Absolutely. So Steven, finally, we have a woman who found out she was the other woman and wants to know if she should tell the guy's now wife. She was involved with the man for about a year and a half until she found out on social media that he had a long-term girlfriend and a newborn baby. She didn't know any of this. Our writer feels immense guilt and wants to know if she should tell the new wife or if she should simply let it go. Steven, what are your thoughts?
3: So I get variations on this question all the time. People who were the other woman or the other person in someone else's relationship, and they want to know whether or not they should tip off the unsuspecting partner. My advice really changes depending on the specifics of the situation. In this case, because you acted innocently and you had no idea this guy was in a relationship, I think you are well within your rights to tip off this woman if you want to. But that doesn't mean you're obligated to. And there's two assessments I think you need to make here before deciding whether or not to do it. The first assessment is about you and your own mental state. I'm sure this was a very difficult situation you were put through and I can't guarantee that if you recount the whole ordeal for this man's wife that it's going to be well received by her. You need to evaluate for yourself whether you are mentally prepared for a wide possibility of outcomes here. Some of which may be positive, and some of which may be extremely negative negative. and if it turns out that you're simply not in a place to take on the burden of a bad outcome that's okay you are a victim in this whole mess too and you should take care of your own mental health in the process the second assessment i think you should make is about the wife's current situation this is a much harder assessment because you don't know her but you do know things about her and it's possible that some of the things you know might be indicators that she's just not in a solid enough place to receive this news. For example, you mentioned she has a newborn baby, and I'm left wondering, how newborn? Because if she's just given birth, she's likely to be in an extremely vulnerable place and is probably very reliant on her partner right now, and perhaps telling her this news right now would do more harm than good. At the end of the day, you have to remember that you are not responsible for this woman's marriage and it's reasonable to let her use her own observations, her own instincts, and her own support system to evaluate who a partner is. You may ultimately decide that that's the right thing to do for you and maybe for her.
2: You know, you you said a lot of great stuff today. Steven, you're really on fire. I've missed this. But the one thing you exactly. just said right there is that this is not your responsibility. And mm-hmm. that is what people need to hear when they find themselves in this situation. I have been in the situation. I know many people in the situation. When you find out there's another person, it is not your responsibility to go take on that burden of having them figure their shit out. You gotta figure out your own stuff. Which means, this doesn't mean like this, you ha- this guy has no responsibility to explain himself to you or be held accountable. That still needs to happen. But y'all got to focus on that relationship. You diving into like the baby mama, the baby, everything else, that's just adding more emotional labor on you and you are already going through enough. Like, don't do it. It's not worth it.
0: And this is also, it's connected to this with a little bit of a tangent. When you feel guilt, that's something that you have to sit with, you know? Uh, that's, that's not something to put on someone else. Sometimes it is when sometimes, you know, an apology is necessary or information is necessary, but more often than not, when you feel guilt, it's because of something you did and you're trying to seek reassurance and really seeking reassurance is going to hurt others. So you just need to sit with that.
3: Yeah. I think the only reason to potentially tell the wife is if it's coming from a place of like empowerment or Genuine concern for her well being or something like that. Do not do it from a place of obligation and do not do it from a place of wanting to relieve your own guilt.
2: And definitely do not do it from a place of vengeance. That is messy. <laughs> you're absolutely not correct. I have been there. Yeah, me, I want to hear that story. About it, but that's <laughs> not for today. Vengeance is not the way, it only hurts you in the long run.
0: That's <laughs> true. Uh, well, Stephen, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for
3: having me. Happy Friday.
2: Well, that's it for today. Come back and join us on Monday.
0: And remember, if Adam Levine says there are no bands left, does the band Maroon 5 still make music? Something to ponder.
2: <laughs> Must be Daily it was produced by Balza, Alan Habertschak, Julia Karen, and Erica Nettinia.
0: Special thanks to Tracy Ayers, Mongesha Ticketer, Samantha Hennig, and Tommy Wesley.
2: Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories.
0: And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed, coming to you daily.
1: Open to all teams
3: and players, the NFL's Inspire Change Initiative acknowledges the ways that systemic racism contributes to barriers to opportunity and equality, and focuses on ongoing efforts on creating progress in the areas of education, economic advancement, community and police relations, and criminal justice reform. To learn more about the NFL's commitment to ensuring a more equal and just future, text NFLIC to 635635. It takes all of us to advance social justice.
1: Last time you took a timeout? I'm Eve Rodsky, author of the New York Times bestseller Fair Play and Find Your Unicorn Space, activist on the gender division of labor, attorney, and family mediator. And I'm Dr. Aditi Narukar, a Harvard physician and medical correspondent with an expertise in the science of stress, resilience, mental health, and burnout. We're so excited to share our podcast, Time Out, a production of iHeart Podcasts and Hello Sunshine. We're peeling back the layers around why society makes it so easy to guard men's time like it's diamonds and treat women's time like it's infinite, like sand. And so whether you're partnered with or without children or in a career where you want more boundaries, this is a place for you, for people of all family structures. So take this time out with us to learn, get inspired, and most importantly, reclaim your time. Listen to Time Out, a Fair Play podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: You can watch the NFL playoffs like a fan, or you can prep like a scout if you listen to the award-winning Move the Sticks podcast. The show's hosted by me, Daniel Jeremiah, and my partner, Bucky Brooks. The two of us are bringing the knowledge from a career as NFL talent scouts to the podcast world, so fans can watch and understand the nuances of the game like never before. We'll break down film from the professional and college game to get you ready for the Super Bowl, the draft, and kickoff next fall. Subscribe now and listen to the Move the Sticks podcast on the iHeartRadio app on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.